the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Today the Church, the one holy Catholic and apostolic Church, commemorates the 318 holy and God-bearing fathers of the first ecumenical council of Nicaea in 325. You will remember that the Emperor Constantine uh, had convened this council to deal with a major challenge to the Christian faith. What we believe is important about God. What we believe about God is important. It's essential. And the church, since antiquity, has been very precise about what we believe about God. Uh, <clears throat> throughout the ages, and this is one of the most earliest and most notable uh, ex 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 uh, examples of this, we see heresies arise, challenging the faith once for all delivered by Christ to the apostles. And when that has taken place, the church has not sat back and just said, oh, that's okay, each to his own. Uh, I'm okay, you're okay. No, the church on issues that are essential in determining our perception of God, our experience with him, our belief in him, the reality of who he is, these things are not up for grabs. And the church has always taken a strong stand. And so we see, today we commemorate these 318 uh, God-bearing fathers of the church who confronted this heresy known as Arianism. Arius, as you know, was a, a presbyter uh, in the Church of Alexandria. And for some reason, he began to teach that our Lord Jesus Christ was a created being and was not God. <clears throat> uh, and the three, these 318 fathers of the Council of Nicaea condemned uh, this heresy and successfully preserved and passed on what our Lord himself had revealed to the 12 apostles. <clears throat> these men loved God. They loved the apostolic faith. And... They had an edge about them that would not allow them to compromise the truth. We need to emulate them. We need to emulate them in many ways, how they lived first and foremost, but also the courage that they had to take, to take a stand for the truth of the gospel. Our gospel reading today, <clears throat> often referred to as the high priestly prayer of our Lord Jesus Christ, in it, we can see that the Lord had finished what he came to do. He is going to his passion, resurrection, his ascension. But what about, what about those he left behind? What about you and me? He sent the Holy Spirit to indwell and to empower us. And liturgically, we will celebrate this not too far down the road here with the uh, great feast of Pentecost. That same spirit guided these 318 men, bishops, priests, and deacons, to refute the forces of darkness, which would attempt to bring confusion and chaos into the church, and to proclaim with clarity and with authority what the Lord himself had taught the apostles. So we have both the privilege and the responsibility to guard, to proclaim, and to live this faith once for all delivered uh, and preserved for us at a great cost. 
I mean, this was a big deal. This, this, uh, the, the war that raged around this heresy cost many people their lives. It was a real challenge to the apostolic faith. And the Lord God, through the Holy Spirit working in his people in the church, conquered this heresy. With the grace and power of the Holy Spirit, we too must imitate their zeal, their faithfulness for God, these 318 God-pleasing shepherds of souls. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.